Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm looking forward today to our study in Romans chapter 12. And this will be study number two in this 12th chapter of the book of Romans. We went through verse number one last broadcast. And today, you guessed it right, we'll be in verse number two. Now, these are very familiar, very familiar verses of the book of Romans, and really, they are paired together, and they ought to be. There are two imperatives given by Paul to the Roman Christian and to you and I in this generation as well. Now, if you missed last broadcast, you can catch that via our podcast, wherever podcasts are found. You'll find us there type in Striving for Revival, hit subscribe, and you can have access to every past Bible study that we have done. I'm talking about hundreds of them. They're all there on the podcast. But if you missed, then you missed me saying Romans chapter 1 through chapter 11 were largely doctrinal in nature. Of course, there's exceptions, but largely, overwhelmingly, they were doctrinal in their nature. Now we'll transition Paul, in these closing four or five chapters, 12 through 16, is dealing with the application of truth. I said this last broadcast that that is Bible preaching, by the way. Bible preaching needs to lay the foundation of the truth and then provide the people with an application of the truth. It's not just screaming information, transferring facts, but it is bringing to a decision. It is saying, here it is, and now here's what you do with it. And so Paul is now giving us some imperatives, if you'll use the word imperatives, some commands, some necessities that you and I as Christians need to have in our Christian life. Let's look here in Romans chapter 12, and we'll begin in verse number 1. The Bible said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. So Paul is talking to saved people who have experienced without question God's mercy in their life. They've been born again. That you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. We talked about that verse all of last Bible study or broadcast. God is asking us for our physical being because we've been saved because of his grace because the word here his mercy paul is saying on the grounds of the goodness of god in your life would you consider giving your life back to god since jesus died for you would you please live for him it is not compulsion but rather it is of our own free will out of a heart of love and gratitude for the grace of God that we crawl up on the proverbial altar and say, Lord, my life is yours to control. Here am I, send me. And here's the truth of the matter. God without us is still God. 
But us without God is nothing. God is not getting something when he gets you. But you got everything when you got God. It is not an audacious thing for God to ask or for Paul to plead with these people that you would present your body to God. What is he saying? He's not saying, I'll give my life to the Lord now. That's kind of a cop-out, quote-unquote, my life. What does that mean, and when does it start, and what are you talking about? He's saying, I want your body. I want your physical being. Not just the years you have left, but the hands that you use, the feet from which you walk, the mouth through which you speak, the eyes by which you see, the ears by which you hear. He said, I want your body as a sacrifice. A holy sacrifice. This is referenced back to the Old Testament system. Those sacrifices had to be spotless. He said a holy sacrifice. He said an acceptable sacrifice, which is your reasonable service. It's just reasonable. If God would gift us with salvation, we ought to gift God with our service. That word present in that phrase means to continually come and offer yourself to God. Every day that your feet touch carpet, you ought to say, Lord, this day's for you. My life is yours. You take me and use me. I yield to you. I crucify my flesh. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I want to live a life that pleases you. So the imperative, number one, is this, present your body to God as a sacrifice for him. But imperative number two would be this, verse two, and be not conformed to this world, but be a transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So here's another stiletto truth in Romans chapter 12. In verse number one, we have the imperative, present yourself to God. Verse number two, it's this, don't be conformed to this world. The word conformed means don't pattern yourself after this world. Don't fashion yourself after this world. Don't let this world fit you into its mold. That Bible verse blows out of the water 99% of what we have excuses for churches in our generation. There is no question and there is no denying that they are conformed to the world. They have molded themselves, imaged themselves, fashioned themselves after the world. Their clothing, their music, their atmosphere, their service, their sound, their sight, whatever you want to call it, their philosophy, their methodology, their terminology, all of it is absolutely worldly. Now, all of us are going to give an account of ourselves before God, and I, I'm not looking forward to that day any more than you are, but woe unto that crowd that knows better and compromises in these areas. Be not conformed to the world. Don't be conformed to their standard. Don't be conformed to their fashion. Don't be conformed to their trend. Don't be conformed to their attitude. Don't be conformed to their worldview. Don't be conformed to their politics. Don't be conformed to their version of, quote-unquote, my truth or this truth. No, don't be conformed to the day, the era in which you live, but be ye transformed. Not fitting a mold, but totally changed. Not fashioned after, but made totally different. 
Don't be molded by the philosophies of this world. Don't fit in to the, uh, uh, the, the humanism of this world. Don't buy into the theories of this world, the values, the pursuits, whatever you want to call it, but be transformed, a metamorphosis, a complete change. Be a transformed by the renewing of your mind. That word renewing has the sense of renovation, a complete change for the better. Renew your mind. We're commanded by God once we're saved we're commanded by God to let the mind of Christ dwell within us, to submit ourselves to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And here's the imperative. Give your body to God, but also give your mind to God. A lot of folks will work for God, but yet they don't yield their way of thinking. They'll work for God on their terms. They'll serve God their way. They'll do church how it makes them happy. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says that we're not to be conformed. We're to be transformed. We're to be changed. We're to switch channels, if you will, and change our channel from worldly thinking to godly thinking. So the purpose is that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We're to analyze it. We're to determine it. We're to have discernment and find what God's will is for our life. How can he do that? With a renewed mind. You'll not do that with a carnal mind. You'll not find the will of God with a worldly mind. You'll not find the will of God with a lustful, sinful mind. But you've got to have a spiritual mind. There's the good will of God. The good will of God. Doing the minimum. Doing right. The acceptable will of God. That's uh, living right, doing right. Then there's the perfect will of God, and that's doing everything God wants you to do it His way, in His time, every time He asks you to do it. I want to be in the will of God for my life, and I know you want to be in the will of God for your life. So how can we get in the will of God? Number one, every day present yourself as a sacrifice. Every day yield everything you have to God. Number two, don't be conformed to this world. But let your mind, the renewing of your mind, transform you, switch channels, and you go with God. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.